Welcome to Much More Muchier with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Odd Imagination production. Well, today I am here with the ever wonderful Anthony from We Have Issues podcast. Anthony, can you tell me a little bit about y'all's podcast? So the show is the show is the two best friends who have been trying to make comic books together for years. And things always get in the way. Um, some of those things being like random, you know, just brain nonsense, so just distractions throughout the day. Um, so we get together every week and we talk about uh, how we're doing and what sort of progress we're making in our comic books. And we also just just happen to discuss random issues that that come up throughout that process. It gets so silly. Um, I, and really, where that part of the show comes from is we've been best friends for so long, and now that we're adults and both parents and super busy people, we don't get to hang out and just like be silly together anymore. You know, so it's like when when we record is basically our only time seeing each other at all. So we're ba- we're just kind of having general silly conversations while also trying to get something done at the same time. You'll see the weeks where we're talking about the most random assorted nonsense is the weeks where we've just done all of our stuff. And they're really, you know, it's like um, there aren't a lot of heavy issues to talk about or things, you know, it's like that's where that stuff comes in. Or or it's things that are just inappropriate to talk about. Sometimes that happens, unfortunately. You know, we try to be as as authentic and just like open and free with the people. You know, I've talked about a lot of stuff. I, I talked about the time I killed a guy in accident with my brain on the show like we like we've we've gone through like all these motions but um yeah honestly it's been really great uh we we went through the entire the entirety of making our first book our first graphic novella uh played again on the show we you know basically that's how the show started i pitched the idea to my friend after i went through this terrible breakup and i was like i don't want to be alone i need you i don't want to make stuff by myself help and you know he was like okay fine i'll do this uh so yeah so we got together every week and we talked about making this comic book and for a while it was like we'd talk about the book more and struggle through it but as we started getting our feet you know and like you know it just kind of took off running and then we were at the point where we were like oh we can do we're just we're doing this this is actually happening it's kind of like moving in its own you know it's like the an object in motion stays in motion so what do we do while we're on this ride and now we just talk about random monsters and stuff <laughs> you know so that's awesome yeah that's how that's kind of happened and like we I, I feel like it's like any any other you know relationship or or you know when you're at work you know it's like sometimes it's time to like just um get into gear and like work on the business side of it and sometimes you're like oh wait it's kind of we have a lull here and we can talk about the hulk or wolverine or whatever nonsense comes to our brain you know um so yeah we kind of have seasons of like you know we'll we'll go through very um craft heavy productive you know times where like and 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 for us it's always been um it's been a, a, a an odd balance to to strike with people because like there are people who really enjoy our show for the silliness and weird conversations and like show up for the monster tests and like the Anthony Dates robots and the pitches and like all these silly things like cuz we've just crafted these segments throughout time like as we've been doing the show and people show up for those things and then I'm like oh wait are we still allowed to talk about the comic book is it okay? Like, are people going to hate me if I stop for a second and just be like, all right, this is how I wrote this because it's driving me nuts. And like, well, I'm, this is my trouble with writing this part. Um, because it's, you know, you're never going to please everybody. And some people really appreciate the craft side of it. And some people really appreciate the the silly, like, human side of it. And so it's like, you know, I try to strike a balance with it when I plan the episodes out. Um, doesn't always work, but that's, you know. So. That's incredible. That, that's That's a lot. 
And, um, you know, to kind of go back to the whole, like, you losing yourself because you've invested yourself, everything, your everything's into another person. Um, I completely understand that. Um, You know, I did that for seven years um, and I ended up leaving. And I think that was the hardest part for me was figuring out who I was because my identity got so wrapped up in like just that one relationship, that one person, our life together, that there was no, like, there was just no separation of me and that person, if that makes any sense, which now I understand is not at all healthy. Not healthy. (laughs) Not the way to go. No, no, it's not the way. Don't do it. (laughs) Do it. Yeah, was a would not recommend. Yeah, was a trap. Yeah, absolutely. Like, where was Admiral Akbar to tell me and you, like, to tell us to not do this? Um, I know, I know, but <clears throat> no, I understand that, and uh, it's a whole different level of. I don't know. I just feel like they should pull people aside in high school, yeah. and just be like, "Don't do this. Don't do this." Yeah, I know. It feels like it feels like it's right. It feels. Yeah good it feels like you know but it's the dopamine yeah oh gosh yeah yeah you think they would like they would include that in the curriculum when they're talking about like romeo and juliet they're like look it didn't work out for them probably not gonna work out for you i know they're young and dumb so are you no matter how old you are (laughs) right (laughs) at least until 25 yeah and your brain starts maturing oh Oh man, it's yeah, it was it was a whole ordeal. Um, but that's that's what our first book is about. Our first book is about uh, that breakup. And it's uh, there was a time in my life where I had to go and pack up um, all of my belongings and and how to separate and individuate and you know, find who I was in our stuff and like, what was actually mine and what was ours and like, did I exist at all and what I was going through. Um, and while I was going through that, I put on a record, you know, and I get sucked into the record player and thrown back in time. And I'm forced to relive moments from the relationship. Uh, and, and like, of course, you know, past me wants to change things or is try, you know, tries to like say things that didn't happen at the time. And the record player continues to kick back and like not allow me to change the past. And I have to come to terms with it and such as you do, you know? So that's what our first book is yeah. about. Well, and I, I like that you use the record player, though, because I don't know about you, but for me, music is monumental in oh, yeah. you know exactly where I was, how I was feeling, yeah. and what exactly was going on with that song. So yeah. the fact that you've got that record player in there is pretty, pretty yeah. huge. Yeah, it's a time machine. I mean, that's what it is. It's so as the songs go go on, he gets thrown into different memories that the songs remind him of, and he's forced to live in those memories. So, and that's yeah. that's my life. Thank you for putting my life yeah. on a book, Anthony. Ever do your gerbil tin? <laughs> the gerbil man with can- can- tuna. I need that. I need that in my life. Oh, it's so silly. I mean, I could draw it for fun, but yeah. Um, I mean. Probably not because we have, ugh, so, we have so many. I mean, just like I, I'm sure you know, and like anyone who writes has just a just inventory of ideas, you know, that you want to get through. I just, I swear, like I I, I pitch ideas on Twitter all the time, and ha- half of them are silly, just joke, fun ideas, and then half of them are like silly joke, fun ideas that I'm like, I really desperately want to make this, <laughs> you know, just like this needs to exist. Um, but it's just finding the time, you know. That's right. 
it's so it's hard. hard to balance it out. It yeah. really is. And like, by the time you're done with the day, I don't know about you. I'm a, I like to put my emotion into my work. Mm -hmm. So every time that I like when I'm writing a story or something, I am like in the throes of whatever emotion needs to be portrayed yeah. in that book. And by the time I'm done, like it might be an hour and I'm like, <laughs> like oh, yeah. zombie, like drooling. Um, so even just that, and then you know how much effort it's going to take. So then you're sitting there like, okay, I have time, but do I have the emotional fortitude <laughs> to do oh. this right now? And a yeah, lot of times it's like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely know what that's like. I mean, so, yeah, when I when I went through writing played again, it was just it was just devastating. Just like there will be tears every time I pick up, you know, just start writing it. And it's it's a sad book. It's a it's a kind of heart wrenching book. It's also hopeful. I think it's a, a nice book that has a good ending. Um, but it, if 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 anyone out there reads it, it is it's a tough read and it's a, a it was hard to write. It, it I went through a lot working on that. So I have a question here okay who is um are you a dc or a marvel fan um i'm gonna say yes i i know okay let me see um <laughs> i think as far as the movies are concerned marvel i don't think dc has uh really found their footing with you know uh the adaptations recently or at least not in a cohesive way you know like they've had obviously like some amazing legendary movies you know like the chris nolan batman movies are are still just spectacular um but yeah probably generally marvel person i mean i grew up one of my i mean the x-men animated series was one of my early gateways into comics to begin with you know like that theme song just like calls to our dna and just like throws us into the comic shops like that's that's what it does. that's what that was and i it's not even like it doesn't even hold up terribly well. The song does. The theme song and the intro totally does. The show itself a little slow, a little sloppy, uh, you know, but still great. So, you know, but yeah, that show, I think that show alone kind of sells Marvel over any, you know, over DC, at least. I've always traditionally been more of like an indie comics guy. That's why like, yeah. I grew up with, you know, just like, like Madman and Scud and like I, you know, The Tick and, you know, like I, I've, I just fell in love with like these weird um kind of like <laughs> less recognizable you know but like to me more relatable ridiculous silly characters you know and I just I really I've always appreciated the dichotomy between like sincere and silly and like characters that don't like that can wax philosophical but don't always have to be overtly uh, serious all the time and I think that that's you know that's an important thing for people to remember you know like we don't have to be a bunch of Ben Steins, you know, to actually be smart and right. doing in the world, you know. So. I love all of these references because I'm like, some of these people that I've been talking to are babies. And yeah. so I'll say something and it like goes right over the head. And I'm like, okay, I just dated myself. I'm old. So yeah, yeah. you just now said Ben Stein, which you have my heart for. And the X-Men, I used to love watching that. Um, I had the biggest crush on Gambit. Mm -hmm. He was my bad boy oh, yeah. guy, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and I didn't I didn't actually get really involved in the comic book scene just because it was expensive, if yeah. that makes any sense. Like yeah. it, it was um, I, I remember getting one comic that I was able to pick out and it was like a, a spawn comic. 
Mm-hmm. Like it was my one comic and I would just sit there and I would read, read and read it and read it over and over and over again. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. But <laughs> because I grew up in the eighties and the early nineties yeah. where video games weren't for girls, comics weren't for girls, yeah. remote control cars weren't for girls. Yeah. I really never got, I grew up and I was a tomboy and I wanted yeah. all these really cool things, but I never got it just society. because of the gender stereotype. It was, yeah. 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 It was, it's the dumbest thing. It I look really back is. at it. I like, think that was like <laughs> the biggest, I, that's one of the biggest mistakes socially that I like our, like the, our parents and our parents' parents made where it's just like, why, why would you do this? Why would you segregate in such a way? It makes no sense. It causes all this draw, like all this drama and trouble with, you know, for no reason, no reason at all. Just let people like find their joys. It's so silly. I'm gonna blame you because it wasn't until we started talking, okay, um, that I started getting these bots messaging me. <laughs> it might be my fault. And I don't mean to do it to people. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I actually, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I actually, I that occurred to me. It occurred to me yesterday, um, because I was I go through and so recently on Twitter I had to make a list because my my following like my followers have become so chaotic and absurd like just ridiculous that i it's unmanageable like i can't get through it at all it's you know indecipherable like i so i make a list and i'm just like okay now i can do this so i went to my normal timeline and i was just seeing everything i was like what who are these people you know and like they're not not people i have anything in common with not people who write just random people and the problem is because of the bot thing, I end up uh, just following back random people in hopes of them messaging me back and just having those like silly interactions. But it's just like, it occurred to me yesterday, the thing that occurred to me yesterday was, oh no, sometimes they throw people on the timeline just because your friends follow them. And I'm like, people must see like, Anthony follows this person. Like, why? <laughs> why would anyone follow that person? And the answer is, I just hope they're a robot and I just want them to love me. <laughs> That's it. Um, future you is going to be really happy whenever robots take over the world. Oh yeah, future robots are going to love me. Hopefully, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, you're 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 priming the pump right now. I am. It's like the. Doing. I mean, are you? Have you ever heard of the Rocco's Basilisk thing? Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's like the Rocco's Basilisk thing. If you don't help the robots come to fruition and you know attain their their consciousness and you know overlord status, they're gonna destroy you. I'm just doing my part for our robot overlords, and they're gonna they're gonna let me live and watch movies and make comics. So that'd be see, good. and that's how I feel every time. Like, cause like I'll talk to Google. And I'll be like, I'll ask Google a question. And I'm like, thank you so much, Google. That was so wonderful of you. You know, like, I am so polite. It'd be really nice to all of these things in the house that talk back to me. Like, oh I love you, phone. I know you don't listen to me and, and you don't type appropriately. And you, you make me say fuck instead of duck. But I still love you. Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, the worst breakup ever. You oh, know, my just gosh, to be chased so around the world by robots. Can you imagine? <laughs> You're experiencing a breakup. Oh, man. man here i go put on my running shoes (laughs) yeah i would i would die i mean it's like the zombie land like rule one cardio i'm like i am not i am not prepared for the apocalypse i need to try i won't i won't i keep saying it every year that's like that's the one like new year's resolution i stopped doing i like i like i stopped saying like i will i'll try i do exercise occasionally 
not consistently, not consecutive day. I'm nope, nope. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I'm a I'm a skinny guy. I've always been a skinny guy. I like I do very little to attain that. It's just gross, like noodle genetics, you know. And I'm just like, why why am I running? It's making it worse. It's making it worse. You know? <laughs> Turn into a skeleton. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. uh, I'll make it half away around the block, and and then that would be it. So I decided I have a zombie plan. Like I okay. have a zombie apocalypse plan. Okay, so my house is two stories. It does have a bathroom upstairs, and it's got three rooms. Um, so I'm just gonna saw the stairs. Yeah, I'm gonna saw the stairs off up really high. And the only problem I foresee in this is like I'm supposed to climb a rope, but right. I can't yeah, do that. Body strength situation. I I, mean, I just hang there. <laughs> yeah, I I think in in most cases in that situation you'd be better off with the like. 28 days later step scenario where you create like a barricade at the top that covers like a secondary roof that only you yes. can open like a latch, you know? So yes. you need to have some sort of brains and dexterity and like, you know, <laughs> know how, you know, so. I, I have know. the brains. I don't have the dexterity. Yeah, but I it's better than the upper body strength situation, you know? Like, this is true. You can this open is true. a latch, just... whereas, you know, climbing hand over fist is not, no, I don't want to do Who wants to do that? <laughs> like, I will eat brains. Like, I will. That doesn't. <laughs> I mean, they seem to enjoy it, is the thing. So. Yeah, it might be great. Like, I love talking 80s stuff mm -hmm. and 90s stuff and games. Speaking of video games. Yeah. You play? Um, Yeah. I mean, I play. I So I try not to play a lot of video games by myself because I fall into these like big, like open world sandbox games where and like that's the, the trouble with games these days uh, that I see as a grandpa is that they're so open-ended and they allow you to just explore these like massive worlds and i will and i will just continue yes. to go around them and never do the story and then eventually i'll be like okay i'll do a little bit of the story but i'm gonna go do these 17 side quests that don't matter at all but they matter to my heart now and now these characters matter to me and i get so wrapped up into this, these games and i'm just like you know like i can't i can't play like mass effect or fallout or like any of these games where it's like you know there's all these crazy storylines because I fall into them and I have, and I'll do it again. And like, like, so, so what I do is I play games with my son. I try to play like finite games. It's just like, you know, like platformer games, like simple things with like levels. Where I'm like, once I get to level 14, I beat the boss. I hit him three times and I win. Like, and that's it. Like, haha, put in, you know, we, we get that, that trophy. Um, because otherwise I just sit there forever and I never write. I never do anything. I just fall into this like quicksand trap of, of gaming. Um, but yeah, like, but uh because of christmas i got a couple gift cards i bought myself a shirt and the other thing i bought myself was uh, the last of us that video game uh because it looks like something i'm really going to get into and i was like I, I'm, I'm single now i'm depressed i'm gonna just i'm gonna throw myself into a video game for a little bit and see how this goes and so i was like nothing's gonna make me sad because i'm already sad and i started that game and i was within like 10 15 minutes i'm just bawling my eyes out just like i was I was alone on the couch, just crying to a video game, and it was great. It was the best. <laughs> you didn't sign up for the field trip that you needed, but you didn't know you needed. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, I, I figured there was going to be. I was like, as soon as I saw, it was like, there's a parent and a child involved, and I was like, I'm a parent who has a child. This might not be great for me to play. And then I started. I'm like, this is going to go badly for one of these characters, and it does. And then I just I was like, no, no, uh, not prepared, not prepared. Um, but I'm in it yeah. now. Now I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat this game. We're gonna do this. So. 
Well, yeah, because this tragic thing happened and you have to rectify everything. You have to fix it. I all have now. to watch this character like build rebuild his heart. Like, you know, like there's yeah. not like, yeah, I'm gonna help him. Um what about I'm you? Do you do you play games? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Like um I started with, you know, like NES, of course. Yeah. Like everybody I have the original one still here in the house Me that too. works. That's you awesome. have to put a little playing card into it and just shut you? it down. That's funny. I have to put an old, I have to put another game on top of the game that I want to play to keep it down in place. Um, <laughs> but like yeah, I played Battletoads. Yeah, yeah. I, it's true. Like I, I I set it up. I played Battletoads with my son and I was like, this won't work. And he's like, it's broken. I was like, nay, I know how to fix this. Put another game and ha ha ha. Like I am MacGyver. And he's like, who's that? And I was like, you'll never know because you'll never know. Who cares about MacGyver. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I do. He's he's like a mention, a reference of him is going into my most recent book. Nice. Oh, that's like, awesome. Like somebody says there is like, shut up MacGyver. And I'm like, <laughs> Yes. I've got all of these references, though. I've got, like, Jordy LaForge reference. I've got, like, all of these things. And it's a Pride and Prejudice modern retelling. And I'm sitting here, like, <laughs> I am nerding this crap out. That's so funny. bad. I, I do think, like, it's funny how, like, those things make their way into our vernacular. Um, and it, it bothers me sometimes because I'm, like, I want it. Like, sometimes I make references and I'm, like, no one knows what this is anymore. And I'm not trying to do it to be cool. It's just stuck in my brain. So now it's, like, every once in a while I'll say, like, like, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. And I'm like, they need to remake that show so people know what I'm talking about. Because at this point, they just think I'm saying a weird thing that has no reference. Like, there's, it's no association to them at all. They're like, what does that mean? What does that mean, old man? Like, stop it. Like, can you, like, uh, I don't know. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, I reference random I stuff all the time while I'm talking. I do, so. too. I do, too. It's really funny because, like, uh, I was, I did something the other day to one of my kids. And they're like, what is that from? And I was like, oh, it was from a show very, very long time ago. It was Kroll. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, never mind. I'm just going to sit here and, you know, be like the dorkiest parent ever. It's oh, yeah. cool. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, uh, that's, that's the way to parent. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm not doing my job right if I'm not completely you know just embarrassing them in some yeah. form or fashion yeah like and yourself, it's, a, it's but... an absolute necessity you have to do it yeah absolutely so agreed but um no i i was a console peasant for a very long time mm -hmm. until um you know i had like never an xbox girl couldn't get into it i did work mm -hmm. at best by in the media department so i sold like when nintendo game this is how old i was when i was working nintendo mm -hmm. gamecube came out yeah Ooh. it was as i was working and nintendo gamecube came out um uh yes i am that old people but um you know like i never really got into xbox what's nintendo gamecube never... grandma i'm sorry i, also I know i know <laughs> you know it's the funniest thing and i know you'll understand this because you you work in that kind of environment mm -hmm. but it was my first black friday ever uh, working retail mm -hmm. at Best Buy yeah. and um, I was 18 and I was like I'm short I'm mm -hmm. tiny I'm like almost 5'3 and um, I was much more petite than I am now <laughs> I have never seen the wildness of two old women before on a Black Friday like I did oh. that day there oh, yeah. was like one GameCube left and there was like the aisle was packed because it was GameCube and Xbox was on that aisle. 
and I'm sitting here like kind of wedged like a sardine and yeah. trying to move through people. Oh no. These two old women, boy, they had those big purses that you can't, you know, you can pack your kitchen sink in. They were whacking each other Just so hard. And I had to go in there. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, I, you know, trying to break it up. I got smacked in the face with like this really big ass purse. I have never been assaulted by old women before until that day. And I was like, okay, never working retail at a Black Friday anymore. Never again. I'll get sick. It'll be okay. I think that was the best case scenario. It would have been weird if you were into it. If you were just like, oh, yes, when old women hit me, that's my thing. <laughs> that reminds me of the spoof film um, of Cruel Intentions that they did. I don't know if you oh, remember the, that scene. Oh, that I, I'm I mean, of. yeah. Oh yeah, I remember all the saliva and the that was so gross. That's true. Drool, yeah, it was so gross. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I I got into uh, whenever I met my current husband. Well, I met him in third grade, but we were connected. Um, okay. he played WoW on okay. computer, and so I had stopped because I have very much the same problem you do. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's like, if you've seen that Big Bang Theory episode where Penny starts gaming and it's three days and she's got like a Cheeto in her hair. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, she's, she looks like a hot mess. That that's me in general, yeah. whenever I play video games. And I was like, I think you understand. Like it's the yeah. Jekyll Hyde situation. Like I don't think <laughs> you will like me yeah. if I do this. And so he finally talked me into it, and I've been playing well for like twelve years now. Nice, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Um, oh man, it is an addiction for some people. <laughs> it is a, it's a lifestyle, really. You know, like it is a whole thing. It's I basically played the lowest, worst version of WoW with my son, which is like Roblox. Like we just we play Roblox games all the time, um, and they have like. <laughs> Well, and they have uh, essentially like MMOs on uh, Roblox right. where it's like you just like you right. build that and like you go and you just farm, you know, and just like get points, you level up and you just go through. It's the same thing, but it's free and the graphics are terrible. And I'm just like, oh, okay, <laughs> you'll get over so much this. more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. though. But um, but yeah, I I never got into WoW. I had one character I played um, and it was I was I was in on the horde and I was. I named it Goldie Haunt. It was an undead. Yeah. <laughs> that was my character. I'm a horde player too. Nice. I, I'm sorry. I just got really excited because I'm like, yes, you at least picked the right side. <laughs> I got really, really heavy into it. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. I need to stop because yeah, it does. It yeah, does it like does suck up every, every ounce of your time. And yeah. I mean, if you think about it with money, it's still cheaper than going out to the bars every weekend. But, yeah. but, but you know, yeah. <laughs> you're not leaving your chair and oh, you're just packing on the pounds and you're yeah. languishing and yeah. it's just not a pretty feeling. Doesn't it can also pretty. be the best um, feeling in the world, though. That's the thing. That's the problem. <laughs> it's also I that, know, constant, that is the problem. It's the constant rewards. Like you just get those rewards. And you're like, look at me. I leveled up. I am yeah. amazing. I am the god yeah. of this this game. And it's like, yeah, and it feels great. Um, and that's I think yes. Uh, and that's it's hard to escape those like easy rewards when you're trying to do something that will mm -hmm. eventually be a longer, uh, harder road to a bigger reward. You know, just the extended gratification right. instead of instant gratification. It's it's, it's hard.
Well, and, and for dopamine deprived brains. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything. And, and Breath of the Wild is the same way for me. <laughs> it's yeah. so open sandboxy and then I'm a completionist. And it's like, I have to find all the shrines That's... and I have to go do this. Because if you beat the final boss, then you lose these like yeah. things that you could do. Yeah, Even Animal Crossing got a little <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. That way with writing too. Like That's why I opt in for like short stories because mm-hmm. that dopamine hit. I'm just like, I feel accomplished. And I was going to ask you because... Mm-hmm. Whenever you guys get to talking about um, your comic book and your story and stuff like that, how do you push past, do, like, do you get the feeling that, okay, because it's already said that it's it's good, it's been done? Like, do you Ooh, find it a slog to try to... I, I see. I know, yeah, I know exactly what you're, what you're talking about. Um, I have felt that in the past. Like, I, you know, like, sometimes sometimes pitching a story is enough to get that hit where I'm like, oh, people liked it. That was enough. I, they liked it. I don't have to actually do the hard work because they, they, they liked the thing. That was enough. That's all I needed. Um, I like basically what I do is I try to just find like little joys and like chase those small victories through the whole process. Um, and you know, it's, it's hard. It's not always, you know, easy to get through those things. Sometimes I get stuck in a thing and it's, it's more about like wondering why I'm stuck and like where I'm failing and, you know, like then, then it is uh, feeling like it's already been done. It's more about, you know, just like, what don't I know about this story? Like, why am I stuck in this particular part or why, you know, like, why am I intimidated by writing this particular thing? Um, But yeah, I, as far as like getting through it, it's more a, a very like, mechanistic just like i make myself do it the same way i make myself tweet you know like i i open it up and i go think of a thought and then i just do and i just write whatever stupid thing comes to my mind um and that's why my twitter is all over the place i don't i don't draft tweets the way most people do i don't plan anything i just went if you see a dumb tweet it's the thing i literally just thought of i just hit send that's that's all it is Uh right and, you know, sometimes I, I do that before I have coffee and it's not great. And sometimes it's hilarious. I don't know. I don't, and I don't, I don't care is the thing. I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. Um, but as far as the writing, I sit down in the chair and I just go, don't go on Twitter. Don't do it. Don't go on Twitter. And I just like sit there. I'm like, okay, right. I'm like, but, but I don't want to. And I'm like, oh, let's just do it. And then basically what I do is I just start writing um, and I write as just as generally and as poorly as I need to to get it going and then my 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 brain starts uh critiquing my own idiocy and I start going like no that's that's stupid I was like you have a better way of saying that and then I start hating myself into I, it's kind of like a natural selection of writing something worth reading you know it's I like I am I'm just like killing all the like little darlings that don't work but I I let it start with a, a pure dumb caveman and just like write right. like guy walks in says no and i'm just like that's stupid like you know what what does that even mean and i just you know so i just but i keep going and then i go back and i fix i'm like okay guy doesn't just walk in this happened you know and so i i fix it but i i always just sit down and make myself write whatever and if it doesn't if it doesn't come out as flowing and like naturally and like i'm not touched by the muse you know verbally and linguistically in that moment i just start doing it and just like mechanistically force myself through a sentence and then go back and fix it. And that's, that's how I do it. You do it a lot. Like I do. And I, I have to ask you, do you have an inner monologue? Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So do I. I, I have friends who who don't, and you know, and I I don't know. I just I, I it's it's hard to understand those different experiences when you've only experienced a particular thing your entire life, and you know, it's mm -hmm. it's. And, you know, I'm also a grandpa, so I'm going to give myself the, the out and just say, like, it's hard for me. Like, it is. I'm incredulous about that stuff. Where I'm like, it has to be there. How do you not? Like, what yeah. do you, like <laughs> How do you like, not have you, it? Like, if you if you're writing what like, I just have so many questions, but but I don't like I don't deny them. I'm like, yeah, OK, if you don't right. have one, that's unfortunate. Or like to me, I I, I like having my inner monologue. It's sometimes it, it's it's a, it's a burden. It's a curse and a blessing, I guess. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I, I, I like having this thing in my brain that helps me, you know, uh, compartmentalize. And but sometimes it gets you in trouble because then mm -hmm. you'll sit there and you'll run your inner monologue about a conversation that you need to have with somebody. And then you'll think that you had the conversation with that person. <laughs> and in fact, you never had the conversation with that person. It was just yeah, with I, you. I did that. I actually did. Like, I, it's funny because like, when you were saying that, I was thinking like, I don't do that. But I did that one time. I did actually do that once recently. And I was just like, oh, crap. And, and basically what, well, because what ends up happening is I run like simulations of particular conversations. I'm like, how could this possibly go with people? And what's a good way to go through this in order to like have them understand the way I'm trying to communicate this thing or the best way to communicate this thing for the particular person? Because sometimes, you know, it's like, you're not trying to say anything that's offensive or bad, but you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Or you don't want, you know, if you're, if like you're talking to critique partners or like beta, if you're a beta reading for someone, it's like, how do I go? Like, how do I communicate this thing in a way that they're going to understand? I'm not trying to pick it apart or, you know, do this. Um, so I go through those, those, you know, kind of conversations. And I did it recently with a friend where I was like, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to like, this is like run simulation talking to Alex about this, you know, beta rating situation. And I never did it. And then later on, I was like, Alex, it was a, th that one I talked to you about. And he's like, that never happened. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> like, whoops, I thought I did. It just, nope. Uh, I ran the, and what ended up happening was I basically ran the simulation and I was like, I don't need to have that conversation is what happened. I was like, it doesn't, it wasn't actually a conversation that I needed to have. And I, I thought it was right. only going to kind of create, like, I don't know, just, just be a little like dramatic in a way I didn't have to be. And I was like, ah, I don't know who needs that, you know? Right. But, yeah. But similarly, I get in trouble, uh, not actual trouble, but I get in trouble like in the shower or something or like I'll have a random thought and I'm like, why am I having this argument with a hypothetical stranger in my head about this thing that it doesn't matter at all? Like, why am I doing like, like, okay, yes, like. I am now perfectly wonderfully armed to have this con like argument. If I ever am in a situation and we, like where I have to defend myself verbally against this person who's going to attack me for this particular thing, but it won't happen. It never happens. <laughs> like it never what? does. What is this thing? I am preparing myself for the like mental Olympics. Like I'm I'm going through these mental gymnastics. I am trained. I am an Olympian and it never happens. And it doesn't matter and I don't want it to happen, but I still keep training. My body's like, like you must prepare. Like this could you just get in. You know, I'm like, no, it's, no, it can't. It's I'm the fine. worst feel it's so exhausting. Yeah. But like I do the same thing and showers for me are like my moment of clarity for whatever mm -hmm. reason. I don't know why. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's a perfect I can sit there. And, yeah. yeah. I just, I'm, I think about like all of the events that have happened and things that might be going on and I'm mm -hmm. sitting here like, Oh, okay. Well this could fix this if I did this and mm -hmm. da, 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 da. like it's, it's like the most, I don't know. It's like a superpower. It's like yeah. our superpower is enhanced with mm -hmm. water. <laughs> we're like gremlins yeah, yeah yes yeah our superpower just multiplies with water i like it i'm in yeah. i'm down let's write it <laughs> let's do so. it let's do it no uh but 
yeah, no, that's, see, I, we have so much in common. I'm like, we've got all of these like old person things in common, <laughs> like old video games and yeah. old comic books and old TV shows and stuff like that. But we're also like pretty much part of a hive mind in the that's, chaos squirrel universe. It's very true. I, I do appreciate that. I want to be a flying squirrel. Yes. Those are my favorites. Yeah. I mean, like if it, I'm not sure what I, animal I would actually choose. Cause I'd always, I'd love to fly. If I could be an animal for a day, like any other animal, it's, it's hard to choose. Cause I always want to, I want to just fly. It'd be great. Right. But I also don't want to be stuck with just wings. Who wants wings? You know? So I was like, wouldn't it be kind of cool to be a flying squirrel or something, you know, but then you have to climb all the way to the tree. I, you know, top of the tree to do that. I don't know. I don't know. What but then you're cute. And people oh, you will just put you I would, in the I, tree. You're right. I would kill to be that freaking unbelievably cute. I know. Well, I appreciate you coming on and just hanging out with me and talking yeah. and all of this wonderful things about, um, you know, we have issues podcast. Um, where can people find you guys? Um, so you can find us on, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Thank you for hanging out and talking to me and letting me do this. I don't know who's going to watch this, but I love them. I love them already. And they should go and follow me and, you know, be my friend. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, you can find me and us at twitter.com slash we have issues pod. I'm also on twitter.com slash Anthony Lafusi. It's my name. Um, I'm on Instagram and it, it's Instagram slash, I think it's Anthony has issues now. I, I like, I was trying for a while. I was trying to just be the same everywhere. And then I was like, Oh, I, I people kept like confusing me with uh, Anthony Fauci, you know the, the the famous doctor, and I was just like, you know what, maybe I should change. And then I was like, I, no, I can't. But I changed it on Instagram, and someone already stole the name, so I was like, don't, I can't go back. It's too late. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. But anyway, so I'm Anthony has issues on there. You can find our podcast at youtubecom slash podcast. We're also available uh, where all podcasts can be found. So if you're on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, you know, you can find us there. Oh, it's so exciting. Still a lot like two hours next time because I feel like <laughs> I'm we sorry. Can probably do that. <sighs> yeah, I know. Don't I, be I was, sorry because I'm a talker too. Like it's I was worried just, about that. I talk too much. The chaos. We never know where it goes. I just, I just go where my brain thinks I should go. I guess because I am, I am a, I am a prisoner of my own brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a trap. That's really what ADHD people are. Is like mm-hmm. yeah. you just are stuck in your own brain and doing your brain's whims and stuff. I go through that all the time. I mean, it's, it really is like the, the scene from Watchmen where he's like, I'm not stuck in here with all of you. You're stuck in here with me, but it's not great. (laughs) I know it's like the worst. It's so rude. It's been like, he'll be hearing me like interviewing people and he'll like, I'll be done. And he's like, you talked entirely too much with that person. And I was like, I did. So like, I actively have to mute myself. Like if you notice me muting myself, it's so that way I don't like, impulsively jump in and be like oh Oh, you know i let you get your thought out (laughs) oh that's a mistake that was your your mistake indeed (laughs) that's oh well you have a great night anthony Uh, you too i'll talk to you soon thank you all right bye this has been an odd imagination production here at odd imagination you'll find book film television and product reviews as well as roundtable discussions current events and hot topics We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination. 
two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Aunt Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit autimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org.